fair or unfair, senior living homes in the United States do have a negative reputation overall for a variety of reasons. Now, child care centers, well, they can have their own positive and negatives as well. So what happens if you combine the two? Well, one place did just that more than two decades ago. And I can watch their anxiety reduce. I can watch their engagement improve. And I can watch their social engagement for that time with that child just over and over and over again. So that becomes part of their care plan. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for listening to Management Decisions here on LJN Radio. Providence Mount St. Vincent in Seattle made a huge decision by creating the Intergenerational Learning Center back in 1991. And we're going to find out exactly why, as well as what the benefits are that have come from this merger. We're going to do that today by speaking with Charlene Boyd. She's an administrator over at Providence Mount St. Vincent, and she joins us now. Charlene, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Thank you for um, giving me this time today. Now, I wanted you to take us back to the beginning uh, with everything, as best as you can recall. How did the idea of mixing the, the senior care and the child care together, how did that even start? Where did the idea come from? Uh, just give everyone a sense of really how this idea came to. Well, Providence Mount St. Vincent is a long-term care senior living community. It's been around since 1924. About 26 years ago, our employees actually asked if we could put some on-site quality child care for them. Hmm. And so we began by looking at that piece and that notion. So it's, the original idea of having child care on site came from our employees. Okay. Now, a lot of people in the business world would sort of look at what you guys did there and say, well, that was an innovative idea. I mean, obviously, you said the idea originally just kind of came from, hey, we would like some, some child care in our facility. As far as then merging the senior care and the child care together, did you look at that as being innovative? Were you looking at it from a completely different perspective? And what was your view? The reason why we started pursuing it back then was because not only did we want to provide high quality child care, we also wanted to use the linkage of the older adults. That's what started the nucleus of the idea that we would call it the Intergenerational Learning Center. It mm -hmm. was the idea of being old and young together and to start and see how it would come. And so we went, had lots of stops and starts along the way, but it has been so wildly successful. It's been really fun. Yeah, obviously for something to uh, last and be successful this long. And I know there's a, a documentary that's being made about it, uh, possibly coming out soon. Um, so clearly it's been a positive overall for, for what you've done over there. What were some of the reactions that you received back when it all started, both negative and positive? Because I could see where some eyebrows might be raised, but also the obvious positives that maybe people saw. Well, the, the positive for the employees was the idea of having on-site child care. But there were lots and lots of negatives, too, concerns about what we do when we have six children, mm. what we'll do with the noise, what will we do if they got in our faces, all of those things. But, you know, I'm here to say that 25 years later now, it is a very hot commodity here, not only in terms of the people that take the child care spaces, but it's a revered program for the community and for the older adults that live here, too, sure. as well. Obviously, uh, you probably didn't have to sell too much on the fact that, you know, employees, it would be a benefit for them to have uh, a place for their children to be cared for. But how about the idea of merging old and young, as you mentioned? Were there some selling points you had to kind of give to people? Uh, were there concerns from the parents at all or the, or the, maybe the caregivers of the, of the senior citizens that, that were there? I mean, how did that kind of all come about? Well, again, we um, took some existing space, and there um, are certainly some regulations for childcare licensing, too. 
And today we sit with about 125 children enrolled from six weeks old to six years old. And the benefits way outweigh anything that we have to deal with licensing requirements Mm -hmm. because we're all about community and we want to be able to be able to have a living environment that whether you live here, whether you're transition here, whether you're just with us for the day, it's all about community and sharing and having normalcy with um, that full circle of life. The kids, animals, families, friends really experience right away the positive aspects of being involved with older adults. Well, and I think, uh, you know, obviously some people might be listening and be like, oh, so do kids have a room to be in and right next door or the, the senior care center? Uh, I guess, how does that work as far as when you bring them together? And secondly, what types of things are done between the children and the seniors there to, that makes it all work and makes it fun and beneficial? So the child care center, the heart of the child care center is right in the center of the building and it's on the first floor. Okay. Children that are three and under, there's a lot more spontaneous engagement. So the children Hmm. go up and make visits. They go up in strollers, they go up in wagons, and they just visit with people. And it's more spontaneous of what's going on that day. But as they get older, three, four, five, they actually have planned activities together. They do art together. They do exercise together. They do music together. They do baking together. And they have meals together. So that goes on all the time. And the benefits of, of the children being with older adults and the children being with older adults themselves as well, is just such an advantage over other places because it's about, like I mentioned, it's about normalcy. It's about happiness. And just because you're in a skilled nursing facility, assisted living, transitional care, doesn't mean that you don't enjoy children in life and music and noise and all those things that we value together as parents and families and grandparents. Well, guess what? We get to do it here every day. Well, and that's one thing you mentioned there, uh, the idea of you know happiness and, and the seniors especially kind of getting something out of it as well. Can you point to some specific benefits? Because as I noted to you, sort of uh, I gave you kind of a heads up what we're going to talk about, that there is a reputation that you know senior homes are a little depressing and they're often seen in a negative light. So how, how does this help in that regard? And what, again, are some of the benefits that you can offer specifically by doing this that maybe your traditional senior living uh, facility can't offer? Well, I guess I want to say first is that we want to nourish the human spirit. Mm-hmm. It's true that long-term care facilities, you don't think about having children in it. But I think we value so much about normalcy. We value so much about that plants and animals and families and children are part of somebody's daily life. And that quality of life is revered. So those first years of life need to be the best years of life. And the last years of life need to be the best years of someone's life. And so how we marry those two together has been just magic. The documentary that you mentioned um, is called Present Perfect. And it's exactly that. It's taking children that don't have big agendas and be able to just light up somebody's life. Somebody who has severe dementia, who can all of a sudden relate to being the parent, the mother, the grandparent, and that, and be part of their moment for just a few minutes. It's so magical. And it makes this building full of life and what I mentioned, communities. So it's also introducing young parents, young parents, to, again, positive aspects of aging too. Coming in a building where the average age is 92 years old and all of a sudden seeing a whole building of foster grandparents or grandparents or seeing the smiles 
and that that peace that we all revere so much for any of us. It's magical. How about from the children's point of view? Of course, there are many different styles and types of daycares, and there are different offerings that people give as far as educational or, or fun, entertainment. What do you think makes your place a little bit different, unique, beneficial for the children that are interacting with these older adults that in general they might not be otherwise? We're in a defined community, which we're, we're just lucky to do that, to have it all under one roof. But through interviews like this and through other people just coming and touring and seeing us and people in the media that have been coming to see us, and that what we try and say is you might not be able to replicate Mount St. Vincent, but at the same time, that human spirit that we need nurtured all the time, we need to be able to do that. So it might be visiting an older adult. It might be looking for opportunities. It might be toys in the lobby. A lot of different things that, again, encouraging the young and the old together because we need each other for that full circle of life. Very well put. Did you have any specific stories uh, or reactions that you've seen that you could share that really summarizes kind of the positives, the the life, as you mentioned there, the community. I know you've had you've had the ILC set up for a long time, and I'm sure you've seen and, and heard a lot, but anything that would stand out to you that you'd like to mention? Well, you know, I guess I, I could say that there are, are a number of individuals with pretty profound dementia that we serve, and I can watch their anxiety reduce. I can watch their engagement improve, and I can watch their social engagement for that time with that child just over and over and over again. And so that becomes part of their care plan. Hmm. And then I can tell you stories about older adults here that are actually reading to children. And then what happens as they get older, some of those three, four, five-year-olds, they're actually reading back to them. And what a gift they're giving to them. That is built on sort of flexible, natural human connections that we're treasuring those bonds between the residents and the children all the time. So you don't have to have a Mount St. Vincent, but I actually think that it's really, as a parent, as a grandparent, it's nice to be able to provide those opportunities for all of us. Yes, I can give you examples of people with dementia, and I can give you examples of how the children, again, too, are always teaching people as well. And like you said, uh, I would say when I've mentioned this interview to people, you know, they all kind of had this kind of quizzical look, but also thought it was really cool that it was set up in this way. And I think people immediately understand that a lot of the good can come from this. Also, with the experiences there, I heard a little rumor that one of your children or you had a child that was one of the first to, to be involved with this. Uh, is that true? I do. I have two sons, actually, that went through this child care. Okay. So they were both in um, early, they started out as babies in the child care. And I think you see other former parents would say the same thing. As a result of that child care time that they had, they were exposed very early on in life to frailty, vulnerability, to people who have special needs. And to me, they see that now today as just natural connections, that that is, that, that is all of us together and that they are not put off by being around an older adult. They're not put off by being around somebody who's confused and has dementia. They just see that as a normal human being behind that. That's the gift that they have been given. I can see that being very powerful. And uh, I think you're right. I think that is a stigma amongst a lot of uh, you know people that are, are my age and other older adults that you know we see it negatively when in reality, as you said, it, it, is, it is just a part of the human experience. With all this, of course, you need employees, good employees, to make a place like this successful, run effectively. I was also told you're actually looking to hire some people there in the Seattle area. Well, um, Providence St. Vincent is in West Seattle. It has about 500 
older adults in it. So we're always in the need of good quality employees. And so we're always looking for nurses, for therapists, for um, dining service, housekeeping, laundry. And I think probably what makes this community a great place to work is that we, just as we've talked about the specialness of the older adults, we consider our employees are guests in their home, but when they are treated well, then they want to come to work every day. So it's a great place to work in a great healthcare setting. I'm sure people who have heard this, if they're in the area, uh, would have interest. Uh, I know I would if, uh, if I was in that field, definitely. But we are getting close to our time here. So I did want to give you the floor, as we do with many of our guests, just to give the listeners a takeaway. What would you want to leave them with in terms of your thoughts on child care, senior care, both? Because obviously, as we've talked about, both are pretty big and important topics in the grand scheme of things. I think I touched on it, but I just want to say that, again, in a social model of care, in the model of care that we want to see ourselves in, that's always built on flexible, natural connections. I think it's really important to make sure that as we go old, opportunities are given to us that are really life-affirming and that we look for ways to nurture that spirit so that we can all live in sort of socially-based communities. And that includes people living in long-term care. Well, Charlene, thank you very much for joining us. Some good information, a very intriguing model that you set up, and obviously it's been successful for a number of years. So thank you very much for sharing with us today. Yeah, thank you for giving us the time. That is all the time we have on this edition of Management Decisions and our conversation with Charlene Boyd, Administrator for Providence Mount St. Vincent, where they have the Intergenerational Learning Center, combining senior care living as well as a daycare there. If you'd like to give us feedback on this show or any of our episodes, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at the LJN, and you can find us on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio. Thanks once again for listening. I'm Tim Numa. Take care, everybody. Music